Welcome to episode number three, learn how to time block your fundamental needs to reduce stress and anxiety. I'm so happy you joined me today and I cannot wait to go through every single morsel of love and detail and energy that I have behind this topic. Today, I'm going to teach you what time blocking is for those of you that aren't already familiar. I'm also going to teach you how to identify your fundamental needs that you will be putting in two time blocks every week. And I'm going to give you some insight on what my life looked like before I was utilizing this system and what it looks like now that I have it in place. I am also going to do the most important part, which is give you some instructions and some steps on how you can slowly build in time to your day and to your week for these tasks that are super meaningful to you that you haven't been able to find time for. I'm also going to make sure that you understand how to personalize them for you and your family. And if you hang around until the end, I'll be sharing my tips for success when you actually implement this system. I want to make sure that you guys feel super confident when it comes time to actually putting this into motion. So what do you say? Let's get started. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. My husband and I reconnected over social media after not seeing one another or talking to one another since our sophomore year in high school. I had just recently come out of a relationship that was terribly cyclical and negative in every shape, and I had decided that I was going to be a single mom and get my life back together. When I randomly bumped into my husband through social media, who at the time was just a long-lost friend that I had a crush on in high school... I really knew that the future that lied ahead of me completely depended on the decisions that I was going to make for myself and for my daughter. And as we continued to date long distance, he was in another state. We (laughs) wildly fell in love. And really, it was actually a quite romantic and whirlwind of a story. And he moved out here and we've been married for almost four years. And we have a daughter that is seven, that at the time I was a single mom too, and um, then another one now that is two. And throughout that process, bringing all of the experiences that I had had in former relationships and choices that I had made there, plus everything that I had seen my mom do as a mother, which was a fabulous mother, but gave her every dying last sweat, blood, and tears into her children and her home, I brought all of that with me into this marriage that I had been dreaming and wanting my entire life. In those beginning years, I didn't understand my strengths and I didn't understand what I could bring to the table. And I also didn't know 
how to manage raising children and being a wife and working outside the home and running a small business. I had been giving my time, my heart, my love, and all of my energy to other people to be able to find my self-worth and to be able to love myself. I was left feeling completely depleted almost every day, but with this odd sense at the same time that I was really achieving it. I was really doing it. But deep down, there was a voice that I went to bed with at night that met me in the quiet spaces of my life. And I knew that the snippy woman that I could be in my darkest moments and the tears and the frustrations and that dying need to just be alone, even though I loved my family and I loved my community, was stemming from something that really, really needed to be addressed. You know, I wanted others to be happy, but it was at the cost of telling myself that I could put me and that voice off another day, which then became another week, another month, and then years, right? I'm sure so many of you can completely relate to knowing that you have this one thing, or maybe it's a couple things, that you really need to get in order. Maybe it's relationships or losing weight or chasing a goal or getting your house on track or not being the mom that yells or being the mom that gives more affection or whatever that looks like. There's a voice and there's a nagging and there's a reason behind that. And so many times we can't even think of how we're even going to begin to address that because we're so overwhelmed and our schedules are so busy. I made so many excuses for why I was strong enough to stay in the survival mode that I was in and why I had to stay in that mode. I needed to do it because all these people needed me and I could not give up any of the effort and the energy and the devotion that I was currently giving because these people needed me, right? I needed to be filling those shoes every single day because my kids need it and my husband needs it and the bank account needs it and all these things just need me. But really, I was burned out. I was a burnout mom and wife that desperately believed in herself and her dreams, but I was just at a complete loss. So what did I do? Um, Well, the Enneagram in one in me did what she always does. And I started making charts and I started making graphs and mind maps. And I organized the living life out of my struggles. And I found patterns. I read books on my strengths and my weaknesses. and And my husband read the same book. And I started just really looking at, all right, let's just take everything off the plate and look at what is extremely fundamental. I talk a lot about these fundamental needs and the reason I talk about them is because this is where our stress and our anxiety comes from. Most of the time things that give us stress and things that makes it make us anxious are things that we are imposing upon ourselves. All of those things that I talked about, those people that needed me, they didn't actually need me. There is a way that I can create my day to run smoothly without requiring everyone to be dependent on me. What are the fundamental core needs that I have as Chelsea that are going to support me to be the best wife, the best mom, the best co-worker, community member, daughter, sister, 
What is it that I feel called to do every single day? It is not being stressed and it is not being anxious. And we continue to live in that space because our head is so caught up in all of these other things that we've put on our plate, tasks, to-dos, roles that actually don't need to be defining us and holding our time. So I sat down and I made a list of these fundamental needs for myself and I took them to my husband and he also made a list for himself and what he wanted to see within his own life in five and ten years from now. We sat down and we prayed about it. We aligned this with our own beliefs in scripture and we made sure that they were prioritized, that we were prioritizing things that we felt called to do. We looked at that and how we were parenting, how we were stewarding our money where we were spending our time, how much we were going to be giving to family, to our marriage, to ourself, to our home, and on and on. We we looked at this at great depths, and we were serious about committing ourselves to the tasks, and that is how our great eight was born. All right, now that we have a little bit of the background and the history, let's get going on how you guys can start using this in your own lives. So I want to make sure that it's very clear that today I'm going to be helping you put this system into your own life. I want you guys to know what calendar system my husband and I use and how we make sure that we get these into our schedule every single week. How do we manage to seemingly put more things into an already busy schedule? Let's get started. Oh, and when this episode is done, it's super important that you guys go over to the website. I'll drop a link in the show notes and you can download off of my website a worksheet that helps you work through practicing getting your fundamental needs and what you think your non-negotiable priorities every week should be and how to put them into a time block schedule. I give you an example of what ours looks like or mine specifically. My husband's looks a little bit different because his work schedule is different from mine. And so sometimes some of the things that are most important for him, like his gym time and his personal time show up differently on his calendar than mine do. So I have that for you guys. I would really love it if you utilize that as a tool to help you um, implement what I'm going to be talking about today. So again, the link for that is in the show notes. Make sure you click on it. I'll also be sharing that throughout my social media. So come on over to Instagram and you can link up with me and resources there. So without further ado, let's get going with this. Just know that in order for this system to seriously work in your life, if you are legitimately feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, overwhelmed, and you are sitting there day in and day out feeling like there's just no hope, like this is your life. Every single day, it's the same yelling, the same crying, the same messy house, the same disorganized life, the same rush for getting dinner on the table, the same rush for getting lunches in backpacks and getting out the door, the same, oh my gosh, I forgot this in the house and I can't find this and what am I going to wear? If this is what you're going through every single day and you're serious about getting your daily routines, your mental space, all of it aligned and peaceful, I guess would be the best way to say it. If you're serious about putting some calm back into your life, 
then you absolutely are going to have to dig in deep and answer some hard questions for yourself this week. You have to go through my worksheet and you need to be real with yourself and your spouse. These aren't fluffy questions that you need to ask. These are pivotal points in your life when you get to decide when enough is enough with the chaos that you're dealing with. This is that moment when you get to sit down and decide, am I modeling the adult life that I want my children to grow up and live out in their own lives? Do you want your children to be hustling, hustling, hustling every moment of their lives? Moms, do you want your daughters to grow up and to carry the same burden and the same weight? Do you want your sons to grow up and have these expectations of their wives? Is this the life that you want your children to live? I looked at mine and I was like, and no, I do not want my daughter to grow up and feel like she has to carry the burden of constantly being responsible for all the things. Let's talk about what it looks like to make this different. What time blocking is and what calendar system my husband and I use, we designate very specific blocks of time to our grade eight. Our grade eight, every single week, the things that we have decided are super fundamental, non-negotiable non-negotiable needs for us are to meal prep. That includes going to the grocery store, prepping our food, and planning our meals out for the week. We have a to-do list So we put a block of time every single week that we dedicate to doing as many items on the to-do list as we feel we can fit in that week. If it's just one thing, that's okay. If it's one hour for me and he gets an hour, that's great. We typically shoot for about two hours. Sometimes that gets segmented. Sometimes it doesn't. And the reason that we have this one is because we are extremely task-oriented individuals and For the first several years of our marriage, we were not getting anything on our to-do list done routinely. Like every random once in a while, we would find some moment of, of pause and reprieve in the busy and we would get after our to-do list. But that was not satisfying us because we were constantly adding more to the do list than we were able to check off of it. And it was really gnawing away at my husband. I could handle it a little bit better than him, but he um, had more on his own to-do list that he really wanted to get done. And so this has helped tremendously in that area. Okay, so that's two of our eight. Then we have cleaning. We set up a time block to get some cleaning done. I have the gym down and ideally I would like to be there three times a week. That doesn't always happen, but that's the goal. I I'm okay with that. I'll talk about that in a little bit. Then we have a heart check slash a Bible study where my husband and I sit down and we check in with each other. We have a set of six questions that we ask each other. And I got those six questions from an awesome podcast called Work and Play with Nancy Ray. It's amazing. I will link that podcast to you guys in the show notes as well. Then we also have date night, family time, and personal time. And those are the priorities that we make sure that we put into our life. We put it into our calendar and we do those things before we do anything else. The reason that we make sure that we do these things before we do anything else, I can't say this enough, is because it absolutely reduces the stress. It reduces my anxiety tenfold. There were 
weeks after weeks after weeks that I was looking back and saying, why is the house always a mess? Well, because we didn't prioritize cleaning it. Why have we not had a date night in months? Well, because we didn't prioritize it. And over and over and over again, these things that we really wanted to see happening were not happening. And so now we make sure that we sit down and we put them on our calendar. So let me talk to you about what that looks like. Every single Sunday, we sit down and we put our grade eight on the calendar. Now, for those of you that have a set schedule, every single Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every single day of your week looks the same. This will be cake for you. You will be able to sit down and put these in and they will be within reason, pretty static. You can set your gym times for every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can set your family time for every Friday night. You can set your date night for every Wednesday night. You can always do cleaning on Tuesday morning. Within reason, you can do that. For myself and for some of you that will experience a rotating schedule, my husband is a firefighter. We never do the same thing on Mondays as we do Tuesdays and Wednesdays this week as we will next week. So every single Sunday, my husband and I have to sit down and we need to look, when will you be home this week? Because if he's not home, we can't do date night. If he's on shift, we also can't have family night. Uh, If he's on shift, I also can't go to the gym. And that has made this A, complicated, but B, a relief at the same time. That's why this helps us so much. That's why we need this so much in our lives because it gives us consistency and it ensures that no matter what, we are hitting the most valuable, valuable priorities to us every single week. So he has a Google calendar and I have a Google calendar and we've shared it with one another. He has one under his own email account and I have one under my own email account and we share them with each other. So no matter what I put into mine, he sees it on his and vice versa. We sit down together. He puts in his gym time. I put in mine. It shows up on his end. I see mine. We decide, hey, when do we want to do date night? When do we want to do family night? When it comes to the to-do list, We look at what we have and we talk about what absolutely needs to be done for our family this week, for our home this week, not in our personal endeavors. This is not a to-do list where we bring in what we're trying to do in our personal life. If you have something that you need to do for the PTO, if you have something that you need to do for your side hustle, if you have something that you need to do for a work project, those are not things that go on this to-do list. This is a to-do list. And the reason why, before I go there, the reason why is because those are what we get done in our personal time, which is why we time block personal time. So the things that do go on this to-do list are change out the light bulbs, go to the bank and sign off on a specific account that we needed to have done, or um, some of the, one of the things that we have on our to-do list this, this week is we have this credenza that I'm redoing, and I started it, and I didn't finish it, and we want to get that done this week, so we put that on, on it, and it's not a huge project, it just needs some attention, it needs about two hours of our time, and we can get that done, or tidy up the garage or 
maybe there's something specific. Mow the yard is like always on my husband's to-do list. He's obsessed with a well-kept yard. (laughs) So that, that comes up on his to-do list. So it's little things like that, that we need to get done for the house that are always nagging us that we try and make sure that we get done. The personal time block that we have is there specifically so that we can focus on personal endeavors. This personal time block, I think, is something that a lot of us feel guilty about taking. And I am so grateful that my husband understands this, that he sees time to develop ourselves individually away from children, away from the home, away from our spouses, just as vital as I do. He has his own things that he wants to grow and he feels called to do. And he knows that I need that and deserve that just as much as he does. And I can't say this enough. You guys can decide what should be a priority for yourselves, but mamas, please make sure that you give yourself permission to have personal time. I don't care what that looks like. If that means that you are taking a bath by yourself, give yourself at least an hour once a week to just be alone. As moms, we are called upon all the time. I can't cook without someone pulling on my pant leg. There is very, and we all know that you can't go to the bathroom by yourself either, right? Like there's no time to be alone unless you make it happen. So we'll leave that soapbox right there and finish talking about how these time blocks end up looking in our calendar. So obviously the hours of the day when we're working are blacked out. We can't put these in those times. I also don't put these specific items in the day when I am working as a mom. So if you are a stay-at-home mom, I do not time block this stuff on top of that. I will say there's one exception to that. Sometimes you can get your to-do list done with your children And that's perfectly okay. And I love that because it shows your children. It's a great teaching opportunity, right? To go to the grocery store with your kids. Sometimes my kids come with me whenever I go to the grocery store. I love to teach in that environment. Cleaning. I also do that with my children because I think it's an amazing um, teaching opportunity. I love what they're learning. I love that they get to be involved with that. So there are some of these that I do with my children. But most of them, these are specifically geared towards doing outside of the times when I'm working, either working as a mom or obviously I can't do these things when I am working in my job. Now, I know that there are so many of you who are like, oh, wow, this sounds great and everything, but I don't, I don't, I don't have time. Like I don't have time. What I have to say about that is I know we all have busy schedules. I do too. Like I do too. And I'm making this happen. I'm not a unicorn not some random gym with some amazing opportunity to just have this miraculous schedule. I work. I'm raising children. I have a small business that I'm running. My husband works like 60 hours a week. Like you can do this. And the way that you do this is by getting rid of the fillers and the fluff that keep you from doing the hard things that should really be non-negotiable. All the priorities that we have in our life are pushed aside Not because we don't have time for them, but because we would rather fill our time with tasks that don't challenge us. Going to the gym, losing that weight, 
changing that diet that you really know you shouldn't be shoving these things in your face and depending on all of these substances that you depend on, changing that isn't because you don't have time. It's because it's dang hard. It is hard for me to do these things in my life every week because they take intention. They take work. They take energy. They take discipline. They take discipline, you guys, seriously. So you need to be in a space where you are ready to cut the crap. You're ready to stop the excuses. I know you guys have a million reasons as to why you have a zero time for date night or personal time, but this is my soapbox. You are currently making time for other things. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day and what we choose to do with it is our own. I know, I know that you are choosing more time for social media than you should be. I am, and it sucks. I hate it. Everyone is using and consuming more social media than ever before in the history of Earth. You need to manage that. You also have instant access to binge watching any show you've ever wanted on Netflix. And come on now with Disney Plus, let's get out of here. I'm obsessed, you guys. I love it. I'm like, you mean I can listen to Little Mermaid sing her favorite song? I can sing my favorite song with Little Mermaid 12 times a day like I did when I was a little girl. Bless this life. And I have to be disciplined. I have to cut it off. Let me talk about this social media and technology portion for a second because it is real and I joke about it, but the addiction that we all want to say we don't have is there. I am being extremely cognizant of this in my own life right now because I have little eyes watching me every day, more so than the time suck that it is. It is teaching my children to grow up into humans that I don't want them to become. So for those of you with iPhones, I can't speak to this with Androids, but with iPhones, you can go into your settings on your phone and then click screen time to check your usage. You can set screen time limits, app limits, either one of those that will literally make it so inconvenient for you to access any of your social media or literally can shut down your screen time altogether so that you can focus. You can allow yourself to only have screen time for two hours a day. You can 100% set your phone to only allow incoming phone calls all day long, except for a window of time that you want to be able to be on social media or to open your emails or whatever that might look like. So I'm sitting down right now and I'm figuring out what is a decent amount that I consider reasonable and that I consider healthy for operating a podcast and an Instagram account and online business. And my work also comes through via email and finding that healthy boundary with me so that I can set up those limits. I'm doing some testing right now. I'm planning a podcast that talks at great lengths about this on how to um, manage this a lot better. But this is the number one go-to spot that I coach people in finding more time in your day. Your screen time usage, without a shadow of a doubt, is at least two hours a day. Unless you are already managing this in your phone and in your mind every minute of the day, you have at least two hours every single day that you are on your phone. And that time can completely be dedicated somewhere else. 
Well, now that we're done talking about my soapbox with technology and all things related social media, I hope you guys know that there is some need for moderating how you are utilizing your phone. It's an awesome space to be able to connect with each other and I love it for what it is, but we also need to be very mindful of what we're doing with our time in our day so that we can look back in a week, in a month, in a year, in five and ten years from now and be satisfied and content. And not only that, but just in the day to day, we can feel less stressed and we can be less anxious. If you look at the moments when you're feeling stressed and anxious, I know that a lot of those moments, it's because I'm trying to send an email while my kids are talking to me. I'm not doing that. That does not need to happen. So time blocking these fundamental needs into your life should be a core part of what you do. They absolutely need to be non-negotiable tasks for you to focus on every single week. And I promise you, it will significantly reduce the amount of stress and anxiety that you feel. I also mentioned earlier that I was going to be giving you some tips for making sure that this is successful in your own life. And I really do think that this is one of the most valuable parts. So just to make sure that you remember that this is an evolving set of needs As seasons in our lives change, our needs do too. And this process takes time. It it might be easy to look at my Instagram feed and think, oh, wow, she has all of her priorities nailed down. Hashtag making time for me. Awesome, Chelsea. Like, that's great, but that's not for me. I don't make them happen perfectly all the time. Like, I, I just don't. Right now, I'm getting to the gym once a week, and I know in order for me to feel really good about the strength of carrying my children and carrying my groceries in the house and even just getting up and down the stairs without being winded and being healthy on the inside. I need to be dedicating more than one day a week to the gym, but right now, one is all I can give. This is a really busy season and my husband's schedule makes it very, very complicated. So I'm giving my very, very best to that priority. And I'm okay that it's just one time a week. I'm not hard on myself. I'm giving myself grace. And for a while, I was like, I can't do it three times. I'm giving up. I'm not doing it. No, don't go there. If your date night once a week looks like doing the meal cards that you get from your Chick-fil-A kids meal, that ask all of those amazing questions, do those. Do that for your date night after kids go to bed, right? It's okay if these things aren't perfect. It's okay if your meal prep this this week looks like going out to eat twice because you can't manage anything else, but at least you have a plan. At least it's set up. Even if cleaning this week looks like I only have time to lice all the counters, that's fine. At least you're making a point to put intention into these things that are extra important to you, more important than other tasks that you've been giving your time to. Make sure to take note on what is working and what isn't. Jot down notes on how you felt when you had a thought that, oh wow, it's been two weeks, two months, two years since 
I worked out, or it's been three months since I had a date night, or we don't really do family time that often, or whenever you sit down and you think, wow, there's this thing that's lacking in me right now. How long has it been since I've done it? Would it make at the end of every single week, would I feel complete if this was happening? And you write what this is for you. You put those things down and then make sure you try it out. Do it for a couple weeks and say, oh, wow, that really did make a difference. Put it down. That is going to go in your top category. You don't have to have a great eight. You can have a, what was the other one my husband came up with? Like a super seven or a fabulous five or whatever. Yes, he's the one that coined the great eight. He's awesome at coining things. It's like his thing. It cracks me up. But you can have as many as you want. I would say cap it at 10 And actually, you know, if you've never done anything like this before, just start with one. Just start there. Pick one thing that you're going to prioritize this week. Use that. And no matter what, get it on a calendar. If you're not using a calendar at all, absolutely figure that out. You can use a paper calendar. If you like paper planning, you can do that as well. If you try something and it's not quite working, Look and see what you could do to tweak that a little bit to make it more successful. Just to be really diligent about keeping your heart and your eyes open to how this process is affecting you and how you can improve it or how you can make changes so that it can serve you in the best way. My last point of advice and tip for you is in order to make this a success, you do need to commit to sitting down and looking at this once a week. Give yourself 30 to 60 minutes. In the beginning, this took my husband and I a solid hour. We have become much more efficient with this. We don't need to talk about it at length. Some weeks are a little bit more chaotic than others. It's just important that you sit down at least once a week. I do Sundays because it preps me for the busyness of Monday through Friday. And make sure that you are putting down what that item is that you're focusing on. So in our calendar, it literally says gym time, mom personal time, um, cleaning. And for you, whenever you write this down as beginners with this system, in parentheses, in the title of this activity, in all caps, I want you to write non-negotiable. You are not allowed to substitute this with anything else at all. So you would put in meal prep, non-negotiable. Whatever that item is for you, I want you to cue your brain to know that this is different. This is something that I have to do, that I want to do, because it's meaningful for me, for my family, and for my future. Honestly, there's nothing about this season of life that needs an excuse or reason to be put off. You're here right now in this season of your life to be everything that you were created to be, not to be a vessel that's being sucked dry from every other person, from every other demand that you have chosen to put on your plate. Choose to put other things on your plate and choose to make them a priority. I'm so, so happy that you guys joined me for this podcast today. I get goosebumps. This really is the most passionate part of my life. If you have any questions about what this looks like for you, if you're struggling, whatever, if you're curious, if you want to pick my brain, 
come over to Instagram and send me a DM. I would love to talk to you about this and I cannot wait to see what you guys are doing out there with your time blocking. Go down to the show notes, click on the link there, download my worksheet, fill that out, take a screenshot of this podcast if you loved it, share it, tag me, take a picture of yourself filling out that worksheet, throw that up in your Instagram stories, tag me. I would love to share it with all of the other women that are trying to put down their magical crown of busyness and get into a life of less stress and less anxiety. I want us to be here to encourage each other. So please reach out to me and let's make this happen. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please, Head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.